The ABC's Word Wizard. The Lord of Language. A word in your ear. With Professor Rawley Sussex. He's here. The ABC's Word Wizard, Rawley Sussex, OAM, Emeritus Professor from the School of Languages and Cultures at the University of Queensland. And he's here willing and able to talk with you about words, language and linguistics. one 300 is the number you can call. That's one 300 And Rolly. Uh, today, you're going to chat about all the words, expressions and idioms we use for feeling unwell. Are you feeling a little under the weather? I'm on top of the weather, thank oh, you. Oh, jolly good. Yeah, yeah. On top of the weather, on top of the world. Yeah, but... It turns out that this is from our producer who had a moment of inspiration. Did his divine a, inspiration struck one Robbie Minshall? Epiphany, yes. What a sight to behold that must have been. Wow. You're getting poetic as well. Anyway, being sick or being crook or being ill, these are the, the, the small differences between these. Would you, would you say, would, which word would you prefer if you were owning up to being less than fully healthy? I just always feel a bit off, a bit crook. Off, bit off. Bit off, bit crook. Crook, all right. Now, a bit off is already, I think, maybe downplaying it a little bit. You see, there are some people who, are, who will exaggerate, including children. <laughs> oh, mum, I'm terrible today. I can't go to school. Yeah, right. my kid had a tummy ache and then was bouncing on the trampoline. Yeah, right. <laughs> you sound like someone unfeeling. <laughs> but there are, there are others you can over, you know, you can, you can overstate, you can understate. Poorly strikes me, I think, as being English, maybe north of it. I'm feeling a, a bit poorly. poorly. Yeah, but you can, again, a bit poorly. So my next question for you, and this is something that struck me on the way in, do women uh-huh. own up to being ill more readily than men? Uh. I would think that men, particularly in front of other men, like to make out that they're tough and strong and resilient and they're not going to own up to being sick unless they're really, really bad. Interesting. Whereas I think one of my female friends said that she talks to her other female friends fairly freely about being being sick or not not great mm-hmm. whereas most of the men i know shy away from this a lot and you hear this um message every november every men's health month yes coming up yes the blokes need to do a better job of talking about because there is a kind of stereotype and also a kind of unwell. meme about the tough man Hmm. You know, that you don't know. Now, now there's cr- loads of work. I and mean, crook is certainly Australian and New Zealand. Is it? Yes, it is. It is. It's one and of is ours. It, crook, I mean, the only other word I know, cro- like you know, crook criminal, and then crook yes. like shepherd's crook. That's right. So well, what's the, where, did it, where did it come from to be crook? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, But I don't think anyone else does either. But it's certainly Australian and New Zealand. Um, the trouble with um, ill is it can also mean you know, an, an ill wind so that something which is bad in another sort of sense. When I hear ill, I think bilious. Yes. Like Ill, now that's Ill nice. feels like a wet sickness. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like it sounds yes. soggy and like I need to stand back from the person who feels right. ill. So a they've got bit. they've They're got a, a temperature. Snotty. They may be yeah. throwing up or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Diarrhea. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, whereas, I mean, you know, ailing. Someone is ailing. Yeah. That suggests malingering a little bit. I mean, I don't know. If someone's ailing, I feel like they're in terminal decline almost. Yeah. It doesn't seem good. And, of course, the word, there, there is yet another problem in the mix, which is that sick is regarded by young people as being a very positive word. Oh, yeah, fully, fully sick. sick. Yeah. I love when you talk straight, Rolly. <laughs> well, I, I must admit that I feel a little <laughs> as if I'm putting it on. I'm, I do this entirely well. But here, I've got another phrase which I can remember from my dad, Craig Hardy. 
Oh, that's a good one. What is those? Crack hardy. Or crack hearty. Both of them are known. They're Australian and New Zealand again. Hmm. It means um, be brave, put on a bold front, don't let it be known that you're suffering. So that, you know, if, if, if I banged my knee or something, you say, come on, crack hardy, meaning be a, be a tough young lad. Sort of like a stoic Stoic, good, young to... Aussie kid. But again, would women use that to women? Now, this is something I don't know. And we'd like to ask the listeners, would, would you say that to another woman? That I was feeling crack hardy. No, no, that you were oh, no. saying to someone crack hardy. Oh, meaning oh, be... oh, like harden up? Yes. Like if my up. girlfriend said to me, oh, I'm feeling a little, uh, would I say, oh, harden up? Harden up, which that's American, by the way. Is but, it really? Yes. I always thought, I felt that would have been Aussie for sure. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, but there, there are so many. There, there are some general something. ones like... Um, uh, means that you know you're 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 just not quite able to fulfil your usual activities, but there are a lot of these things. You know, admitting to being sick is almost like saying I'm less than fully functional as a human, mm-hmm. and so I've lost I've lost something bad. So it depends how bad it is. You see, okay, um, I'm not very well. Now this is the the understatement thing. Mm. Um, I'm I'm perhaps being a little bit resilient. See, of not course, what makes this even murkier, Rolly, yeah. is that in Australia we tend to not say hello to someone. We say, how are you to someone, right. Yes, um, which usually invites a response that is anything but an actual response to the actual question kind of yeah. posed. I, I think it, so this, is, this is, feeling, is a formula. You know, someone's how, feeling sick, they're not likely to say, oh, I'm feeling a bit sick. Well, if you say, how are you, and the other person says, well, my temperature is actually 38.3, <laughs> Now, this is the wrong the wrong response. You know, yeah. it, it's a formula. So I don't uh, know. Is it just sort of an Australian thing to not want to talk about being crook generally? No, I, no? I think I, it may be an Anglo-Saxon thing. Oh, okay, I'm not sure because I I do know people from other cultures. Is well, it, my my Asian it, friends don't. Okay, it's almost as if it's it's you know you shy away from the unspeakable. But no, think of think of symptoms like I've got a runny nose now. Runny. Mm. suggests you know it's a diminutive. It's not not like you know my my nose is like Niagara. Mm-hmm. But I've got a runny nose, I've got a stuffy nose, I've got the sniffles, mm-hmm. I've got a scratchy or itchy throat, um, I've got a bit of a bug, you know, a bit of a... Oh, yes. Uh, ..with these, these kind of diminishing the thing a little bit. Um, again, you've, I've caught a cold, I've come down with. Now, a lot, the, the interesting thing is a lot of these are passives. You know, he's been, been struck by something or other, you know, a lurgy. And lurgy is another word which is quite... Threatening, I think, in, in all sorts of ways. But then you get the the, the, uh, the exaggerated ones. I'm at death's door. All right? I'm feeling really bad. I'm bedridden. I'm suffering. I'm diseased. I would find it difficult to say that yeah. to anyone except a very good friend who I knew very well. But what about I've been laid low or laid up? Now, these are passives, you see. So it suggests that there's something else which is doing it to you and you're the victim... Uh, you can't do anything about it. I'm like death warmed up, um, nauseated, feverish. I've got many, many more. Sick as a dog. Liverish. Oh. And again, the, the ish bit is a, is a softener, you know. It doesn't mean I have a liver complaint, but I've got something like it. And, and there are all sorts of ways of suggesting I'm sickly, I'm peaky. Uh, Peaky, I've heard. You've Peaky heard, but again, would you use it? Uh, the, the funny thing is that there are probably several hundred of these things, and I would. Oh, here's one that you would maybe haven't heard before. Wabbit. No. W a w b i t. That is Scottish. Oh. And that's the, the Scottish version of crook. 
is Wabbit. Wabbit, yes. Crookchook is the um, oft-used animal uh, that's of course, attached yes. to crookness in my house. Judy says that she grew up in Sydney mm-hmm. and she used to say they were feeling as crook as Rookwood. Oh, yeah. Now, Rookwood is a necropolis. Uh, it's a place where you go to be cremated and buried and so on. And so crook as Rookwood is, is a good... Uh, a good way of saying that you are really significantly seriously ill and will come someone kindly bring you a uh, uh, something you know sort of a pail a bucket uh, Yvonne Barden wonders where I have a lurgy came from lurgy oh lurgy I'm not sure actually it's one of those things I, I should know but I'll, I'll have a have a think about lurgy okay. because it you know while Rolly's thinking let me invite you to join our uh, our party of uh, of sickness this afternoon. one three hundred triple two six twelve is the telephone number for you to call. That's one three hundred triple two six twelve if you'd like to add to the uh, language of in of the infirm. Uh, what what do you say when you're feeling less than lovely? One three hundred triple two six twelve. Douglas at Yoronga, you've got a point to make about crack hardiness. Hello. Yes. G'day. Good afternoon, Rowley. I love your program. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Um, I grew up in New Zealand, in southern New Zealand, mm-hmm. and to crack hardy was to put on a brave face when you'd been terribly hurt or disappointed. Yep. I agree absolutely. So you hiding your emotions, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, here, your girlfriend. Oh, it doesn't matter, mate. You know, oh, yeah, crack hardy, mate. Carry yeah, on. Yeah. As, as, and, as, as Kat says, toughen up or harden up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, Lurgy, well. I've just the remembered. Lurgy, it's, the, it's the goons, isn't it? It's the goons. Yes. The dreaded spotted Lurgy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for a wonderful program. Thank I you. love it. Thank well, you. I, I lived in Christchurch for 12 years, and certainly Crack Hardy was known my school, oh. uh, which was the sort of school where if it was too wet to play rugby, you ran around the park in the wet and then came back for cold showers. Oh, On the principle that if the dear boys had cold showers, they wouldn't have evil thoughts. <laughs> Best of luck. Jeez, Louise. You're on ABC Radio Brisbane in Queensland. My name is Kat, and Professor Rolly Sussex is here having a word in your ear. Uh, We're examining the language associated with uh, feeling unwell, feeling ill, feeling a bit rough, or as it is being put by Jackie on the Sunshine Coast, feeling a little ordinary. Oh, yes. Now, this is again a euphemism. Now, euphemisms are nice ways of saying things which are difficult or you want to avoid calling a spade a spade. So, I'm indisposed or below par or not up to par. I'm not oneself, not myself today. Out of sorts. Out of sorts. Right. Under the weather. Indeed. Green about the gills. I'm not quite sure whether that's a dysphemism, probably a dysphemism, which yeah. means an, a disagreeable way of talking about it's it. It's kind of visual again as well, though. I'd pass you a bucket if you were Just feeling bit, yes. green around the gills. He's on the sick list. Speaking that's of... That's rather military. When my little one did um, report an upset tummy and then subsequently expressed it to the tune of a car clean that cost nearly $200 last week. That was a chuckle. I wondered what I should say. Spewed, I think, rolled off the tongue. You've just said chuck now, Rolly, but she said vomited. There are, there's a lovely dictionary of Australian English by Midge Johansson called the Dinkum Dictionary. Um, And there are probably over a hundred ways of expressing throwing up. (laughs) 
Bath is definitely Bath is American. American. Yeah. yeah, spew, spew up, fetch up, heave, wretch, gag, um, technicolor lawn, yawn. Oh yeah, yeah, chunder, chuck, hurl, um, keck, and Ralph. These are, I think, oh. onomatopoeic is what it sounds like when you. Oh, Ralph. We will not. We will not imitate. You know, in Britain, you can actually say honk, or vom. Vomma here, yeah. yeah, yeah. Vom, you know. Tony, you're in Townsville. Uh, you've got a way of putting it, don't you? Hello? I've got a... Yes, hello. Um, I've got a friend who's good at turning a phrase and he refers to vomit as an unfortunate burp. <laughs> yes. A consequential cough. That, again, is, is, is very much a, an, a euphemism because it, it's trying yes. to get around the thing, yes. Tony, what do you say yeah. when you're feeling unwell? Crook. Yeah, crook. Yep. <laughs> the funny thing is that, that crook in Aust- uh, among friends in Australia is almost, I think, the default. Yeah. And if you say something else, it can sound a little bit mannered or over the top or, you know, you're, you're trying to be a bit coy about it or something. Ooh. That's how you're feeling today. Oh, I'm crook, mate. Yeah. And it, sound, it, it comes out very naturally. Yeah, and it just is what it is and it's what's being done and you're just not yeah, going to carry yeah, on. Whinge, you know, give not me a, whinge, I'm not whinging about it. I give me a day and an aspirin yeah. and I'll be better. You know? Yeah, yeah. Stan, you're in Gympie. Are you crook when you're yeah. unwell? Yeah, I am crook. I can be white around the gills. Oh, white around the gills. Yeah, the variation on the green. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thank and you. And also when you vomit, as, as kids we used to say we went to Europe last night. Really? Where was that? Yeah. Uh, Pomona. What do you know? That's, that is entirely new to me. Thanks a lot. Roughly when was that, Stan? Uh, 50s, 60s. Okay. Excellent. And ex- new, I, I love new data like this. I wonder what the origin of that one is. I have to, I have to think about that a bit. Good work, Great Stan. Data. Thank you very much. one three hundred triple two six twelve is the telephone number you can use if you'd like to add your voice to the conversation this afternoon, even if it is feeling a little off colour, a little worse for wear, a little dusty. one three hundred triple two six twelve is you. the number. My name's Kat. Rolly is your word wizard and is interested in collecting words that you use to describe feeling sick. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation, but just briefly... Um, I needed to let you know that the Bureau of Meteorology has reissued a severe thunderstorm warning for damaging winds, large hailstones and heavy rainfall. This is for parts of the Gulf Country, Northern Goldfields, Upper Flinders, Herbert and Lower Burdekin, Central Highlands and Coalfields, Maranoa and Warrigo, Darling Downs and Granite Belt and North Tropical Coast and Tablelands forecast districts. The locations most likely to be affected by these Severe thunderstorms, the damaging winds, hail and rain are Roma, Charleville, Emerald, St George, Croydon, Rolling Stone and Abergawry. So stay listening to ABC Local Radio, your official emergency broadcaster for updates like that from the Bureau of Meteorology. Back to our regular programming with Rolly. I noticed you're not saying bomb. Dusty. Dusty. I feel that's when you're hungover. There are quite a few which over... Over, you know, he's feeling wrecked or whatever. Come to think of it, why do we say hungover? Overhung, hungover. Hungover what? I think you're hanging over. Oh, the... oh. <laughs> waiting for the. Um... Waiting for the other. Yes, yes I think the, I suspect that that's what it is. Consequential cough. I see. But there's there's lots of negatives. For example, unwell, um, not very well, not in good shape, not oneself, um, unsound, un no, not up to snuff. 
No, in other You're words, not up to snuff. Mm. It's quite posh, isn't it? Yeah, up to snuff, I, I think, is, is, is rather upper class. Mm-hmm. I'm up to snuff today, you know. Yeah, I would have to know what snuff was in the first place you to be would. not up to it. But oh. then again, there's heaps and heaps of ones which are um, pretty local. Um, there, there are quite a few which are, are British only, mm. um, like Ropey, which I, I don't think I've heard much in Australia at all. Have you? Ropey. Mm. No, it sounds like I'd, Ropey, I think of mangy. I think more of, I don't know. Yeah. Ropey. Yeah. No. But again, there's also the idea of, of sort of down. You know, I'm, he, he's gone down with a, you know, a cough, a cold, a sneeze, a temperature, whatever. Um, and so the idea is that if you're down, you're less than up, as it were. And, and so this is another metaphor for being, for being sick. Um, frog in the throat. Oh, I've heard that. That's American, actually. Um, come down with various things. Uh, it, 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 when you start looking, um, rocky and ropey and rotten and rough, feeling awful. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling awful. Oh, sounds, sounds, sounds really, really rather, rather too-too, doesn't it? Uh, John at Burley Waters um, has a, a little bit more intel for us on the old Technicolor yawn. John, hello. Yes, Technicolor yawn. I've only just got in the car, so did you mention that care of... Barry there are we, so many we were, expressions. We, that's for right. That. We were getting round to Bazza, but you're dead right. So it came from Bazza, and he also had laughing at the porcelain from memory. Ah, he did, yes. Very and good. We had a local one at Armadale University in in the New England of New South Wales that was uh, parking a tiger. So probably similar to technically one concept, perhaps. That's interesting. Something vulgar and you know, yeah, parking a tiger. Okay. Thank you. This is roughly when, John. Uh, late 70s. So you and late ago. 70s. Lovely. And before mobile phones, which was a blessing. That's another story. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you, you, John. And we had earlier um, the note uh, about being to Europe last night. Yes. In relation to um, having a spew. And I think it was Andrew at Mackay. Yes. Andrew at Mackay on the text line writes, Europe is what it sounds like when you're in full yeah. flight. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. So possibly that's where. It yeah. Some some of these are are definitely onomatopoeic, um, and onomatopoeia is when the word sounds like whatever it is. It's almost as if we should have focused our entire conversation around the Technicolor yawn because David at Everton Hills, you've got another way of putting it, sir. Hello. Oh, absolutely. You can't forget driving the porcelain bus. Oh yes. Oh, because you're clutching on, aren't you, like a steering yes. wheel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Well, I think laughs> absolutely. I've... Few pubs I've been on. Oh, let's not linger on that thought. Uh, David, thank you. Driving the porcelain bus. Mm. Linda at Miller Miller at the Atherton Tablelands. Uh, you've been to Europe, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, hello, Rolly and Kat. Hello there. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was. It's funny. Stan from Gympie said that, and I was born in Gympie in the sixties. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we grew up. We, it was always go to Europe. <laughs> okay. Gimpy in yeah. the 60s. Yeah. The, the interesting well, thing well, is, you see, that some of these yeah. can be very local. And unless someone from your area travels to another place, say, you no, know, you go to school or something, and takes the yeah. idioms with them, they remain local. And sometimes yeah. when they go to a new place, the locals say, hey, that's a fantastic way of talking about that. And they imitate yeah. it and it takes off again. So Gimpy's in the yeah. 60s. Thank you very much. We are making yeah. a bit of a yeah, map well. of this. And I think, Julie, you're <coughs> not from Gympie, you're from Pomona, and I think Stan's now at Pomona. But anyway, uh, you are off colour when you're crook, are you? Yes. That yeah. was um, yeah, uh, that was something that was regularly said. 
of colour. Yeah, and uh, this is my grandma used to say this. I, I have a feeling it may be a slightly older way of avoiding saying the unspeakable. Yes, yes, and also um, Chaka Yui, um, I believe something to do with Scottish or something, I've heard. Chaka Yui is is, is just doing a U-turn. Yeah, no, I've heard, I went, I did say that once and they said, oh, that actually means you're being sick. Don't think so. So I'm not not sure that... um, Chuck certainly, but not Chaka Yui. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Thank you for reminding us about off-colour. Again, the tendency to understate when you're feeling ill. And this is a a reflection of a cultural um, taboo in a way. You wouldn't be direct around bodily function, which is why a woman was in a delicate constitution or in the family way. All of those. Rather than pregnant. That's right. Um, And speaking of pregnancy, I can't help but remind myself what a lie morning sickness was because it wasn't only in the morning, right? All the time. Yeah. Um, and morning sickness. Mm. I mean, that came about because of a similar. Well, because women, women some... characteristically were feeling nauseous in the morning. Yeah. By the way, nauseous, which is the way I grew up saying it, is now nauseous. Nauseous. Nauseous, which is American. Mm. And everybody says that now. Okay. But again, I, I think this is really interesting. Would you say to your boss in the middle of a, a let's say you're in a big management meeting, oh, sorry, I'm feeling crook, I've got to go home? If the meeting is very serious and heavy and formal, that would probably sound a bit out of place. Yeah, possibly. And so you might not refer, excuse me, I've, you know, and you, you, without feeling saying what? anything. I'm rather, I'm really, well, Jamie at Coomera would probably put it politely. Hello, Jamie. How would you say it if you were in the middle of a meeting and you weren't feeling well, what would you say? Hi. Uh, my husband's English and it's kind of infiltrated our um, language now, and we say you're feeling poorly, and if you've broken an arm, you have a poorly arm. <laughs> ah, now the second one is really interesting. Classic understatement. Yeah. My arm's a bit poorly, and it's you yeah. know, in fine. Because for me, places. poorly can only be, ha- be after the verb to be. I am poorly, or I'm feeling poorly. I would never say a poorly arm or a poorly head or something. Would you? I think that might be a Northern English euphemism. I think it might. We will, we will ask our producer who comes from, comes from Salford, who will definitely know for sure. Thank you, Jamie. Yes. Uh, Vicky at Deception Bay feels delicate. Oh. Now, delicate is, again, another, you know, in a delicate condition or whatever, women being pregnant and so on. Um, so, so that, you no know, being being less than normally healthy has got all sorts of taboos hanging around just out, out, of, out of sight, as it were. And so we keep... Te- we tiptoe around quite a lot of them. Don't Wendy's we? theory on going to Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the idea that it's it's sort of onomatopoeic, you know, Europe. Mm. <laughs> uh, we've had that, uh, but Wendy begs to differ. She thinks going to Europe is perhaps a reference to seasickness because it was the most regular way to travel in those days. Could be. And one might. mind you, you can get seasick in an aeroplane, and you can get airsick in a pla- in, in a boat. Craig well, at sort of. Wonga Beach is painting a very graphic picture about being sick, throwing chunks. Oh yes, that's American. Um, there, there are several expressions involving chunks, all of which are, are the US. Shabby, wonky, wobbly from Ian at Deception Bay. Well done. Shabby, wonky and wobbly. Okay, I'll pay that. There are so many, really. Um, 25 minutes to three, ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland. My name is Kat. We'll be catching up with the Bureau of Meteorology's uh, latest weather advice in a moment and a deeper look at the weather to come with Kate Doyle, the ABC's weather reporter. But we are freely talking about feeling under the weather at the moment with Professor Rowley Sussex. It's almost time for your last word, 
Roly. Yeah. Um, but just because we've been speaking a lot about the Technicolor yawn, Jen wonders whether you've heard of the Technicolor yodel. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That was around when I was a student. Uh, it may be a little bit dated already, but Technicolor yodel, again, it, it's obviously related to the yawn thing. Yeah. With perhaps some uh, vocal variation, if you're feeling, you know, theme and variation, I suppose. And the chucking a yui. Mm. Could be because it's gone down and it's coming back around, writes an anonymous correspondent. So while we are laughing at the grass along with Aaron at Stanthorpe, Mm. Rolly, what is your last word? This is from uh, a a Canadian comedian who I think is rather good, actually. He says, the noblest of all dogs is the hot dog. It it feeds the hand that bites it. Very good. Pleasure and a privilege as Thank ever. You, Professor Rowley Sussex. On your radio and online. At home or on the road. This is ABC Radio.